Amen, amen, and amen again. Thank you for tuning in to the voice of the preacher. You're listening to Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden. I pastor the Anointed Church of the Living God. We're located at 1211 South Miles Avenue, Union City, Tennessee. Morning service began Sunday school, 10 a.m., and morning worship is at 11.30 a.m. Thursday night, 5 p.m. Bible study, 6 to 7 p.m. prayer. You're invited to come out and join us, and we just thank God for you and hope you're having a great, great, great beginning to the first day of the week for you. Happy Sunday, everybody. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way with a reasonable portion of health and strength. Lord, we just thank and we praise you because you're good and you're worthy to be praised. Thank you for your love. Thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Thank you, Lord, for shedding of your blood for the remission of our sins. Thank you for pouring out your Holy Spirit upon us, for greater is he that is within us than he that's in the world. And we thank you for your greatness and your power and your might that is in us through the Holy Spirit. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that those who are listening, that you would touch each and every person and meet them in the very center of their need. You know what it is that they're seeking from you, Lord. So I lift hurting humanity up to you on today. And I trust and believe and know, Father God, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that you can do anything but fail in the mighty name of Jesus. So those that are trusting you and looking to you for healing in their body, I'm in agreement with that prayer, Father God, and I ask that you will heal them and that you'll heal them right early. Those who are looking for miracles, I know you're still a miracle working God because you don't change. And I ask, Father God, for that miracle to come through. Let that breakthrough come on through right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Father God, I pray for those that are in the valley of grief where there's lost loved ones. I pray that you will comfort them as only you can, that you will strengthen them as only you can, Father God. For you're able, you're able, amen, to heal us everywhere we hurt. As a matter of fact, the death, burial, resurrection, ascension, and seating of Jesus Christ assured us of the total victory, glory to God, in every area of our life. So, Lord, when we don't know what to do, we pray, Father God, that you just, uh, as they say, take the wheel of our life and lead us and guide us in the way that you would have us to go as we acknowledge you in all our ways. Praying that you will continue to bless uh, this broadcast, Father God, as it touch hearts and reach souls and change lives for you. Praying that you will continue to bless Paul Tinkle and Diane Tinkle and their loved ones and the ones that work here at the station. I'm just thanking you, Lord, and praising you for just being God all by yourself because of who you are, because of who you are. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah Nisi, our banner, our victory. Glory to God in all things. I thank you, Lord. Jehovah Shammah for Lord. You are indeed, amen. You are indeed Jehovah God, Elohim, mighty creator. And I lift your name on high this morning. I praise you. If I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't praise you enough. I praise you, Lord, for answering all our prayer requests. I just thank you, Lord, for being the mighty, mighty God that you are. I thank you for looking beyond our faults and seeing our needs. Now, Father God, it's all
also my prayer. I pray for those who don't know you in the pardon of their sins. I pray for lost humanity, Father God, all over the world, God. I pray before it's too late. I pray before it's ever too late, Father God, that while the blood is still yet warm, running warm in their veins, that they'll stop, look, listen, and consider their ways, that they'll give their hearts to you, that they'll confess their sins and repent of their sins, turn from them, and live a life of victory through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I pray those who've gotten discouraged along the way or, or just went astray or just plain old pure old backslid, I pray, Father God, that they'll realize that they'll find you right where they left you, that you're just standing with open arms and watchful eyes, waiting for them to turn and to come back to you, to come back to their first love, Father God. Renew the fervor, renew the fire, amen, within them, for it's not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, glory to God, by your spirit, that these things will be done, Father God, be a wall of fire, amen, within, glory to God, and around us, Lord, keep us, Father God, in the center of your will, your divine will, Father God, as we seek your way and not our own way, we pray that your kingdom come, your will be done in earth, in us, and on earth, on this earth, planet earth, as it is in heaven, Father God. And we ask it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that when we've done all we can do, we pray, Father, to stand before you someday and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's our goal, and that is our aim, as we forever give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, I thank God for you. I thank God this morning once again for you tuning in to 104.9 and the voice of the preacher. Glory to God on today, on this morning. And as we look into the word of God, glory to God on today, we've been getting a lot of prayer requests. I have a prayer line and uh, we basically do it through text messages and uh, different things like like that. Mainly the main thing is through the text. And it's been a week of receiving uh, quite a few texts right off the bat. Prayer for different things that's going on in the lives of the people. Prayer for healing. Even uh, a couple of texts asking for miracles. For prayer, there's a lot of heartache. There's a lot of pain going on. But I know God to be a healer. Glory to God, the healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God that heals us. And I know he can do anything but fail. And when we join together in prayer, when we join together and pray as one, even though we're in different places and there are many of us, that adds force to our prayers. Glory to God as we lift them up to the Lord. And there's just one church, and that is indeed the church of Jesus Christ. That's just one body, and that is the body of Jesus Christ all over the world. Just one body make up the body of Christ, and there's one spirit, and that is the Holy Ghost that uh, empowers the body of Christ with his gifts and with his fruit. Glory to God. And I thank God, amen, for my brothers and sisters, no matter where they are in the universe, in this world, if we're connected through the blood of Jesus Christ, then regardless as to race, color, creed, background, uh, you are my brother, you are my sister, and I'm yours, amen, glory to God. So I thank God, amen, for that divine connection. I thank God for the divine connection that can come only through prayer, glory to God. I thank God, amen, because when we pray, as you look as Jesus instructed the disciples in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, the first thing he said, when you pray, say, our our Father, not my Father, not your Father, not their Father, but say our, our Father. So we're all praying right there. 
to the same God. Glory to God. So as we do that, glory to God, we are indeed connected. And that takes us to Matthew 18, chapter uh, verses 18, 19, and 20. Uh, 19 and 20 particularly speaks about agreement in prayer where two or three are gathered as touching anything on the earth. Then we have that that we ask as we agree on the prayer. So prayer is a powerful thing, glory to God. And also prayer is in God's will for us. And we know it. Somebody say, well, you sure are talking about prayer a lot these days. That's because I know the power of prayer. I know the purpose of prayer. And I know if anything is going to change anything or anybody or any given situation in our life, it is going to be prayer. Prayer is the legal vehicle that opens God's ears and his heart and his mind and move his hands and move his arm to work. Amen. In whatever we're lifting up to him. If we ain't praying nothing, I say it all the time. If you ain't praying nothing, you ain't saying nothing and you ain't doing nothing. Glory to God about whatever needs to be done. Prayer is the answer. Glory to God. Prayer is the key. Prayer is a powerful weapon. And it's time for us, the men and women of God, the people of God, to continue to form that strong prayer link and to pray, amen, as never before. Glory to God. Because that pleases God. He has given us dominion. And when he gave us dominion here on the earth, he won't overstep. His word. He won't take it back, nor will he go before his word. Glory to God. And he gave us, his people, dominion over the things here on the earth. And in order for him to come in and work with us in these situations, he gave us a process. He gave us prayer. Amen. To reach him. And when we enter in through prayer, we're turning the key that opens the door to heaven and brings our Father in, glory to God, to our situation where he'll work and he'll move on our behalf, glory to God. Why? Because we ask him to. You know, James said you have not because you ask not, glory to God. So we ask him, glory to God, and when we ask him, then yes, then he comes in, glory to God, and moves on those situations. As I look at Isaiah chapter 62 and uh, verses 6 and 7, the word of God reads this morning, I have set watchmen upon your walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day or night. You that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence and give him no rest till he establish until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Amen. A praise in the earth. And this is God. Amen. Setting a watch and I'm saying a prayer watch. Glory to God. Can you say that? A prayer watch. Glory to God. Amen. A charge to keep. We have a God to glorify. Amen. Is your watch set? Amen. For prayer. Glory to God. On today, God set a prayer watch. Amen. Up on the walls of Jerusalem. He said, watchmen up on the walls. And he said they should never hold their peace day nor night. He wanted them to cry out to him day and night and to make mention of of the Lord and not to keep silent, not to hold their peace and to give them no rest until he say, give him no rest. What? Don't give the Lord any rest until he do what? Until he established. Okay. Until he established, until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. So when I was reading this, I said, all right, we all have a duty to perform. We all have a prayer watch, but do you know 
what your prayer watch is. Glory to God. And do you know, I read it like this. I said, uh, uh, I have set watchmen up on your walls, O Union City, Tennessee, which shall never hold their peace day or night. I know I won't. How about you this morning? You that never hold their peace day or night, you that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent. Glory to God. And there are too many people, amen, who are not praying, who are not crying out to the Lord. And the word of God tell us to not to keep silent. I'm not talking about a many convenient microwave prayer. I'm talking about a prayer life. I'm talking about praying without your spirit, mind, soul, and body. I'm talking about keeping a watch, amen, a watch, amen, that actually has a time frame to whereas you're connected, amen, in your watch, whereas when the 24-hour period began, glory to God, you've got a watch set to whereas you enter into your prayer closet in a very serious way at different intervals during the day, and you cry out for your city, glory to God, you cry out uh, for government, you cry out for the mayors, you cry out out for city council, you cry out for government and for law enforcement. You cry out to the Lord to keep, amen, your watch and to be alert and to stay alert. Glory to God. You know that uh, uh, a continual commitment, not just something that you do every now and then, but when God said a watch, he wants a continual, he wants a continual commitment, glory to God. He wants us to work together in shifts, amen, of prayer. And a lot of people, I've had people tell me, uh, Pastor Bolden, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to pray. You know how you learn how to pray, glory to God, the same way you learn how to walk, the same way you learn how to feed yourself, glory to God. When you were a child, you know how to eat. You know how to feed yourself. That wasn't something that you were born doing. It was something, glory to God, that you practiced, that your parents, somebody showed you where your mouth was and how to put a spoon in it and hold a fork, glory to God. So you learned to feed yourself by doing what? By eating, by using the utensils. You learn how to walk by doing what? Falling down and getting up. So how do you learn how to pray? You learn how to pray by praying. You learn how to pray by praying, people. And I'm telling you right now, once again, it's praying time. It's time for us to set a watch and to keep a watch and to realize that God expects us to watch over, amen, our city, glory to God, to watch over our county, to be alert in the realm of the spirit, that we have a divine assignment from the Lord and that he has indeed set a watch on the walls, glory to God, not just some prayer fair to say, I'm praying with this, I'm praying with that. We got a prayer movement going on and then it fizzle out. I'm talking about a lifetime. I'm talking about a lifestyle, glory to God, of praying and praying until something happens, glory to God. And we have to pray because he called us watchmen. And being a watchman means that you are praying, glory to God, with your eyes wide open. Not physically, but in the rather spiritual realm, we are to watch and to pray. Glory to God. We're looking, glory to God, and we're on the defense, glory to God, while we're being watchful. And on the offense, we're watching defensively and we're watching offensively. Glory to God. Matthew 26 and 41, Jesus told the disciples, he said, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And also Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2 and 11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So Paul wrote that we are it's like we could be ignorant if we are not watchful or aware of the schemes of the enemy. And too often we find ourselves unaware of the attempts that the enemy is making on us, glory to God, uh, and we'll, we'll uh, get caught 
what you call it, smoke screen, side swipe, blindsided. That's the word I'm looking for. A lot of times you get blindsided. Why? Because you wasn't watchful. You weren't watching. Amen. And you certainly weren't praying. Glory to God. So God intend for us, amen, to keep a watch and to watch out for each other, to watch for our brothers and sisters, to watch for our what? For our city. And yes, indeed, to pray for our nation. Glory to God. God said, don't give me sleep. I don't need the rest. Glory to God. Call on me. Intercede. Uh, wake me up. Glory to Wake me up. Wake yourselves up and pray for me. Shake yourself. Wake yourself out of, a, out of a slumber. Glory to God. Out of spiritual slumber and cry. Call out to the Lord. We know he doesn't slumber. Neither does he sleep? We've got to grab hold of God and pray like never before. And and until we get the answer, until he answers us, glory to God, we've got to hold on to prayer, glory to God, regardless as to what may be going on, glory to God. We've got to lift up a banner for the people. I know God, amen, that when God put a burden on you, glory to God, and you're burdened for souls and you're burdened for the people, and all you can do is pray, glory to God. It seemed like every, every, Every minute, just about every minute, prayers on your mind. If you're not praying, uh, you're whispering a prayer, glory to God. Are you in your prayer closet at prayer time? And even before that and even after that, you have a praying lifestyle and watch God move, glory to God. God is coming back. He's the Lord's coming back. And soon and very soon, we don't have time to be fooling around. Glory to God. And intercession, when you're interceding for somebody, you know, you're carrying a burden. You're carrying a burden for that person in prayer. You hear about your neighbor or a family member and you aren't going through it. Per se, it didn't happen directly to your family, but if it happened to a family member or to an associate on the job or to somebody that you know and you care a great deal about, God will place you begin to carry a burden in your spirit. You carry a burden in your soul, glory to God, to cry out for that person in prayer, to pray, glory to God, because you know, amen, that the Lord's eyes are in every place and his ears are attentive. His ears are open to our prayers, glory to God. So when we're praying, amen, we've got to go deeper and deeper and deeper into our prayer closet and we got to pray like never before glory to God we got to pray amen that he will send a shift amen in the things that are transpiring in the world today glory to God prayer is the only thing that'll do something about everything glory to God we have to stand between in the ministry of uh, intercessory prayer. You actually are placing yourself to stand between life and death and between the power of heaven and between the power of hell. We stand in the gap for the destiny of other people. We plead their cause before the Lord. And I'm telling you right now, it's praying time. It's time to set a watch. Glory to God. It's time to be on the wall, praise God, and to be uh uh, alert spiritually as to what's going on until the shift changing. Everybody's talking about things shifted. Everybody talking about the Lord is sifting and things are shifting. Glory to God. Yes. But are you in position? Amen. To cry out over the city. Are you in position to cry out? Glory to God for the souls that could be caught unaware. Glory to God and still trapped. Amen. In a place of darkness. Amen. Except you loose them and set them 
free. Amen. Through prayer. Glory to God. The word of God says, cry loud and spur not to lift up your voice like a trumpet. The Lord has told us. The Lord is calling us. He's calling the people today just like he spoke to the prophet Isaiah in the 62nd chapter here and, and gave him his watch. Glory to God that he set watchmen up on your wall, he told them to appoint them and to set them. I'm telling you at the church, we have them set. I have set watchmen, set uh, intercessors, glory to God. And, it, and there are prayer watches that are set to where someone is praying from 5 a.m. all the way around, glory to God. Prayer, amen, is going on even in the wee hours of the morning. Why? Because I realize that it's praying time. And I realize that the only thing that's going to change things for the people that I love and the people that I care about. And I just love people. I can't help it. I love people. I don't I don't care about the color of their skin, things like that. I love people. I care about people. And I don't want anyone to be lost. Glory to God. So I, we pray and we war in prayer. Prayer is a powerful weapon, glory to God. And then interceding is when you got that burden, amen, that you're carrying for your loved ones, when you're carrying, amen, for the people, glory to God. It's like Nehemiah carried that burden, amen, for Jerusalem because it was burnt, the walls were burned down, the gates were torn down, glory to God, and a burden came on that man's shoulder. You can read about it in the book of Nehemiah. A burden settled on his shoulder that changed his whole outlook. It changed even his countenance where he wasn't even looking, amen, like the cheerful person. His countenance wasn't pleasant. His countenance was sad, and he asked glory to God permission from the king. When the king noticed, amen, how he was looking and questioned him about his appearance, why he looked so sad, why he looked so uh uh, uh, maybe depressed or downtrodden. What it was, he had a burden on his shoulder for Jerusalem and he wanted to do something about it. He got permission. The king gave him permission to go and to see, glory to God, to see, amen, about the reconstructing of the walls and the gates of Jerusalem. And not only did he give him permission to go, he gave him everything that he needed to pass through hostile territory and to receive the things that he needed to get the job done. And he indeed through prayer, through prayer, glory to God, he indeed got the job done in about 52 days in a very small amount of time for that size job because everything that came his way, he realized that he was in the place of a watchman and he was crying out, glory to God, for the condition of Jerusalem. People, we've got to cry out as never before for the condition of the city, for the condition, amen, of souls. We have to care sincerely and cry out that God will have his way, that the Holy Spirit will blow a revival up through Union City, such as the world has never seen. Glory to God. We need to pray for revival, pray for healing. Glory to God. For spirit, mind, soul, and body, pray for healing. Glory to God of the economy. Pray for healing of the finances. Pray, glory to God, until something happens for God answers prayer and he's waiting amen to hear our prayers don't come down off the wall don't uh, neglect your prayer watch glory to God stay on the wall the Lord wants you to and he said glory to God he will indeed what will he do he'll give you a victory he'll make he'll give you the victory and make what he'll make he said he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth so I believe he'll make Union City a praise in the earth glory to God amen nothing's too hard for God I'm praying for revival to sweep through here like no one has ever seen before. Glory to God and turn hearts, minds, and souls to the Lord. And I know he can do it. And I know if we will maintain a prayer watch and continue to be vigilant and consistent in prayer, 
I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God would do exactly what he would say, what he said he would do. So all the watchmen, glory to God, all the watchmen, men, women, amen, boys and girls, you know the word of prayer. Then come on, let's band together and let's pray a true revival, old time revival, where the fire of the Holy Ghost will consume and burn up everything that is not like God to where lives are actually changed. I ain't talking about a church service where folks just go in there and, and, and lift up everybody else that's all already saved like them and people are dying out in the streets glory to god family members are lost praise god my lord i'm talking about prayer that are changed the very fabric of this county that are changed the very fabric of this city i believe it and i'm asking for it i'm praying for it i'm on the wall glory to god i know i'm not the only one so come on my brothers and sisters in christ let's get on the wall cry loud and spare not and let's pray let's pray until something happens glory to god there's a set watch come on look at your arm your, your uh, arm that you wear your watch on the wrist that you wear your watch on and say I'm a watchman and I've got a set time for prayer and I'm going to pray P-U-S-H I'm going to pray until something happens I'm going to push glory to God and bear down in prayer and because I know prayer changes things glory to God go on and tell somebody this morning keep your watch Stay on the wall, my brother. Stay on the wall, my sister, and keep your watch. It's praying time as never before. And that's the word of God for the people of God from the woman of God, Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God. Tune in next week, 104.9 KYTN, to the voice of the preacher. I love you, and God loves you too. Have a great week in Jesus.